Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Retire Ready with David Nicholas, founder and president of Nicholas Wealth Management, an investment advisory firm located right here in Atlanta. Local, independent, experienced. Nicholas Wealth helps clients navigate through the uncertainties of the stock market and the economy. David and his team of financial planners help individuals and families navigate key areas of retirement, income planning, risk management, tax strategy, and estate and legacy planning. It's time to Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Welcome into Retire Ready with David Nicholas. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us today. David, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. You can always find out more on the website, retirereadyplan.com, retirereadyplan.com. You can also check out David on YouTube. All you have to do is search for Nicholas Wealth. Go to YouTube, search for Nicholas Wealth. David's got some topics up there that you can watch, certainly about the financial world, the retirement world. Again, just search for Nicholas Wealth on YouTube. And if you have questions, right, can I retire? Well, when can I retire? I think I've got enough. I hope I've got enough. Why not find out? It's easy to do. There's no cost. 678-990-8500 is the number. No cost to you. 678-990-8500. David, welcome. How are you? Mark, great to be here. And it's one of my favorite times of the year. I love this time of the year, the holidays. And we had a good, hopefully you had a good, you got to play some golf. Uh, you told me for Thanksgiving. I went to Mexico. How about that? I was on the Baja <laughs> Peninsula, Laredo, Mexico. A beautiful place. And it was a real family-oriented uh, resort. The bay, the water was like 80 degrees. Uh, it was really nice. It was really That's nice. Awesome. I enjoyed it. You, yeah. had, on the other hand, had your wife, Kristen, decide, I think I'm going to be sick this Thanksgiving. I'm not going to participate. <laughs> <laughs> it is my poor, my sweet wife. She got the worst thing that you could possibly get the week of Thanksgiving. She got a stomach bug, stomach virus. I mean, she on Tuesday started throwing up. And from Tuesday, the first time she ate a piece of food was on Sunday. Wow. Uh, couldn't even get off the couch for Thanksgiving. I mean, it was just pitiful to see it. So the Nicholas household was struggling over Thanksgiving break, but everyone's good. We're healthy. Uh, I'm sure when we go to Disney World in a few weeks, we'll come home with everything that's going around there. But until then, until we're then, doing pretty good. Until then, you're good. <laughs> Kristen's on the mend. Yeah. That's a positive. Just exactly. Um, exactly. You know, I think everybody knows Dave Ramsey, right? And I think everybody pretty much buys into Dave Ramsey's theory about debt. I think we'd all love to be debt-free. And his strategies when it comes to debt, I think we should really try to follow. I think he's got some great ideas. Now, David, his theories on investments. I'm not sure we should buy into that. His latest thing is Dave Ramsey said he is perfectly comfortable withdrawing 8% from his retirement accounts each year as long as he's making 12% and inflation remains closer to 4%. Well, that, I mean, that does make sense. I could take out 8% if I'm making 12 and inflation to 4. That, that makes sense, but I don't know how much control we have over that, right? I mean, that's, and he says that it's, it's people that don't buy that are super, nerd, super super nerds who live in their mother's basement with a calculator. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. So, look, Dave Ramsey's great. He is super successful. He's built a great thing. And I agree. I, I think people ask me all the time, hey, David, do you, do you listen to Dave Ramsey? And 
what I say to them is, if you're someone that is struggling with debt, you're trying to get out of debt, if you feel like you could just, you, you're always carrying this 500 pound backpack uphill and you cannot seem to break it, I think Dave Ramsey is fantastic. And I think he's, he's helped change a lot of lives. Where I think Dave Ramsey sometimes gets it wrong, and I say this respectfully, is just, it's when it comes to the investment advice. And I just think, here's the best way I can describe it, Mark. As a financial advisor, my clients, our clients pay us to hope for the best, but plan for the worst, right? Meaning, look, we want the best to happen. We hope that there's rosy returns of 12 or 13% every year for the next 30 years. That'd be great. But what if there's not? And for us, there's no do-overs. There's no, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you, guess what? You've now run out of money. We have to avoid that at all costs. And so with Dave Ramsey's approach, I think it's hope for the best, plan for the best. Meaning, are you planning for a 12% rate of return for the next 20 years? I mean, I just think that's, that's you got to be very careful. So, I mean, we've got some data here. That I'm, I'm happy to go through it, Mark. But when I look at the numbers, I get a very different conclusion. So this is something that we've done for a while. So if you, I have a, some calculations that we ran here. We've run these in our office. If you look at the market, say the S&P 500, and you go back to the year 2000, right? Because look, everything does great when the markets are doing well. But what, what happens in periods of recessions? And this is why our retire ready process, we spend so much time around what can we do around recessions? What can we do to prevent and protect portfolios during recessions? But we tell our clients 4%. So what was Dave Ramsey's number again, it was, Mark? Uh, eight. Eight percent. Okay. Yes. So on a million dollar portfolio, we tell our clients that you can withdraw $40,000 a year. Now, I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but 4% has been a safe withdrawal rate. So I just did some math here. This is just, if you had all of your money in the stock market, so a million dollars in the S&P 500 in the year 2000, and you withdrew 4%, so $40,000 a year, but then grew that by 2%. Well, you know what? Inflation is a little bit higher now, so let me change that to 3%, okay? And you, you grew that by 3% every single year, okay? So you started, in the, you retired in the year 2000, you had a million dollars, you withdrew 40,000 a year, and you increased it by 3% every year. You ready for this? I am. By 2023, which is where we are now, by 2023, your million dollars has turned into $211,000. So started with a million dollars in the year 2000, fast forward 22 years later, almost 23 years later, and your million has turned into 200,000. Mark, any idea, how did we erode almost $800,000 in value? Any idea? My guess is it would go back to the dot-com bubble bursting in 2000, 2002, throw in 9-11 in there as well, and then throw in the Great Recession 07 to 09, because I would bet the numbers would be way more favorable if you did 2010 to 2023, right? You're, Forgot you're that lost on. decade. <laughs> you're, you're spot on, Mark. But you can't do that. And this is why you can't do that. And, and also, a lot of us don't control fully when we retire. I mean, in some cases... We get to a point where we just look, we, our life's at a different place. We're ready to retire or there's health or there's family. So, and the other thing that we can't control is we can't control what the market is going to do when we retire. Imagine retiring in the year 2000. You ready for this? This is exactly what you said. Dot-com bubble. The year 2000 market dropped 
Year 2001, market dropped another 11. Year 2002, market dropped another 22%. So your million dollars to start 2000 was already down to 627,000. Well, that's after the recovery. I'm sorry. 521,000. So you went from a million to $500,000 in three years. Half of your portfolio wiped out during the first recession. Then you're feeling good. The markets are coming back 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006. Only for 2008, the markets dropped almost 40%. So now your portfolio went from 700,000 all the way down to 380,000. And then you're feeling good, you're feeling good, you're feeling good, feeling good. COVID happens. And then if we forget, last year the market dropped 20%. So, I mean, over 22 years at a 4% withdrawal rate, Mark, I would say you're barely hanging on. I would give that a grade of D. And that's the safe withdrawal rate. I actually haven't done this yet, Mark. I'm kind of nervous to change this to 8%. Should we do it? (laughs) Yeah, why don't you go ahead? Hey, and by the way, (laughs) while he's figuring all that out, uh, you can always call to make sure that your portfolio is set up the right way for you. And really, once you get closer to retirement, it's not 100% in the market probably. Uh, You kind of use the three worlds, banking world, the insurance world, and the market world, but everybody's situation is unique, and that's how David and the team always look at it. Again, the number to chat with them, no cost to you, 678-990-8500, So if we took 8%, we might be in a little worse position, maybe. Mark, this is so bad. Again, this is just... I have never even tested this before because the thought has never even crossed my mind that 8% would be a withdrawal rate from a retirement account. But here we are. We just broke the calculator. I'll just put it that way. So million dollars, you retire in the year 2000. Again, retiring in 2000, you take out now 8%, which is $80,000 a year off of a million dollars. You grow that by 3%. This is where we insert the drum roll. And by the year 2009, you have completely run out of money. So you go from a million dollars to zero in nine years by withdrawing 8% off your portfolio. And this is why, again, what did we say earlier in the show, Mark? We hope for the best, but we plan for the worst. What if the next decade that we go into is a period of time like the early 2000s? That is what my big concern is, Mark, for our radio listeners, for our clients, that if you're out there thinking, hey, great times are ahead, everything is perfect in the world, there's no geopolitical risk, the economy is just the best it's ever been in decades thanks to the current administration, you know what? I'm going to withdraw 8% per year off my portfolio. You could be in for a rude awakening. And Mark, what do you do if in eight years you run out of money? What, what, what's our backup plan? I guess we'd have to go back to work if we could find a job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Well, Mark, you'd probably be okay with your golf skills, all right? But someone like me, who's awful at golf, I, I have I have zero. I have zero that I could do if I run out of money in retirement. And so it's it's pretty concerning, Mark. It really is. And it really is. It's one of the things you can walk people through, that sequence of returns risk. Because if you retired in 1990, great decade, the money's different. But if you retire in 2000 to 2009, now you have, you know, you've just lost a ton of money because of the lost decade. I would imagine it's kind of the same for those retiring in 2020. Retire into COVID, and then you have 2022 where stocks and bonds are both down, only the third time in history that that has happened. I mean, that you're off to a tougher start. It's That's why you don't have all of your money in the market, I would guess. That's exactly right. And this is why it's so important to have buckets. 
Uh, and it's important to know where do I withdraw my money because I don't want to draw my money off the portion in the stock market that could potentially be losing money. And so this is where I say, if you're listening right now, you say, David, I just had an awakening moment listening to this conversation where if you're someone that's just saying, hey, yep, when I retire, I'm just going to pull out some money, maybe 80 grand a year, 70, I haven't really thought through it much. You could be in for a rude awakening. God forbid we have a few years of market volatility, which I think are very possible. Can your plan support your withdrawals? And this is why it's so important. You may be working with a financial advisor, but the same advisor that got you to retirement may not have the right skill set to get you through retirement. And so this is why we, we run our Morningstar Analysis Spark for our radio listeners. It's a $1,000 value. It's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. Shows you where the weaknesses are. And it shows you, God forbid, we have a major market recession, how your current portfolio would perform. It's a $1,000 value. But if you save more than $250,000 for retirement, we will run this analysis for you, provide it completely complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes and you save more than $250,000 for retirement. Number call 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. value provided completely complimentary if you give us a call the next 10 minutes. 678-990-8500. I see some of the lights lighting up now. 678-990-8500. It certainly could be one of the more important phone calls you make when we're talking about the next 20, 30 plus years of your life, and there's no cost. 678-990-8500. David, I do want to give you the dad joke of the week because I think your kids, your youngsters will all enjoy this one. Where do penguins keep their money? And the answer? <laughs> In a snowbank. <laughs> I'll tell that to my girls. They'll they love might that. like that. They might like that. All right. Hey, we're just getting started. Right here on Retire Ready with David Nicholas, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. We've got a lot to get to. Stay with us. We're back with more right after this. Have you seen what's happening in the stock market recently? If the volatility is making you nervous, call Nicholas Wealth today to make sure you're not taking on more risk than you're comfortable with. Call 678-990-8500. This is Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Welcome back to Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management. I'm Mark Kelly. This segment brought to you by Crestmark Roofing, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Storm damage, wind damage, not sure? Just call one of the top roofing companies in Atlanta. The number is 770-577-9665. Crestmark Roofing, they're here to help. 770-577-9665. All right, David, there's a lot of moving parts, obviously, in retirement. And one of the things I think is interesting is we've all heard this, and it really kind of around COVID time, hey, you can retire tax-free. You're like, what? I can retire <laughs> tax-free? Well, we can certainly lessen our taxes, I suppose, moving into the Roth world. Can we really retire tax-free? Mark, yes, we, we've actually done that. And we get this question all the time. We've been able to take clients and get them from what would be potentially an 18, 20, 25, 30% effective rate in retirement and, and get them down to zero. And a big part of that is Roth planning, Roth conversion planning. Because if you've got a million dollar IRA, you may not realize this, but that million dollar IRA, if you reinvest your RMDs and you pass that money on to your heirs, there'll be over 600,000 in federal income taxes paid on a million dollar IRA account. That's just absolutely insane. 
But if you do a Roth conversion strategy, which we help walk our clients through, the total taxable amount could be reduced down to 220000 So again, 600000 if you keep it as an IRA, if you convert it to a Roth, and it's not fun writing a $200,000 check to the IRS, but you've essentially put $400,000 back in your estate. And that is just pretty, pretty incredible. And also, when you go to pull money out of retirement from a Roth IRA, Roth IRAs are tax-free when you make a withdrawal. It doesn't affect your Social Security income. It doesn't affect your Medicare surcharge for Medicare supplements. So you can essentially get to a tax-free income by converting the Roth. So Mark, we think it's a great thing to consider. If you're considering that, you say, David, I'd love to find out more. Is a Roth conversion strategy right for me? Again, we'll run this Roth analysis for you. $1,000 value, but we will provide it complimentary. If you save more than $250,000 for retirement and you give us a call in the next 10 minutes, number to call 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. So the key when it comes to Roth conversions, and remember Roth conversions different than Roth contributions. You make too much money, you can't just go right into the Roth contribution world but you can always convert. The problem is it needs to be the right scenario for you. And that's where Nicholas Wealth Management can really help guide you. There's a process. You have a million dollars. I wouldn't probably put it all to Roth in one year. There's some tax issues. Call David and the team. They're here to help at 678-990-8500. 678-990-8500. I like the idea of tax-free. Back with more with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management. This is Retire Ready. Wealth Management wants to help you avoid paying unnecessary taxes to Uncle Sam. Call today to see how Nicholas Wealth Management can help you keep your hard-earned retirement savings. Call 678-990-8500. Glad you're with us for Retire Ready with David Nicholas, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. I'm Mark Elliott. Do you have questions about where, where you are on that road to retirement? You can always call the team at 678-990-8500, 678-990-8500. 8500. You can always go to the website to learn more, retirereadyplan.com, retirereadyplan.com. All right, we are ending up, basically wrapping up another year, 2023, uh, as we are in the final month of this calendar year. And we're going to have kind of some fun in this. We're also going to talk about some serious stuff, but uh, it's kind of fun to look at some of the A-list actors and athletes who announced their retirement in, in 2023. Actor Michael Caine says he's retiring at the age of 90. The British actor, two-time Oscar winner, said in an interview, I keep saying I'm going to retire. Well, I am now. The only parts I'm liable to get now are a 90-year-old man, maybe 85. So I thought I might as well leave with all this. Tom Brady retired for real this time in early 2023. Miguel Cabrera retired after a 21-year career in the Major League Baseball group. He was, what a great hitter he was. Here's something I, th- I find interesting, David. Celebrities that are turning 65 this year. That means they're eligible for Medicare. Ellen DeGeneres, Patricia Heaton, which is Everybody Loves Raymond's wife, uh, oh, Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer, great. Michelle Pfeiffer, Drew Carey, Kevin Bacon, Madonna, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. There you go. That's, hey, some of those stars, you just don't realize that, that they where they are, which again, beyond 65, but Dolly Parton, I don't know if you saw her halftime show at the Georgia 
Tennessee game, but uh, it was pretty amazing. I think she's in her, gosh, how old is Dolly Parton? 77. I saw a thing on her uh, because of her new rock album that's out, and she had the Dallas Cowboys cheerleading outfit on (laughs) and looked fantastic. 77. Only only she could pull that off. That was was unbelievable. It really was. was. Amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we all have to get to that point. I mean, I'm 64 now, so that means next year at this time, I'll be on Medicare. How exciting. Mm. Uh, but the deal is while, you know, athletes generally retire at a relatively young age, uh, our politicians in the U.S., that's another story, obviously. More than 50 mm. U.S. senators are at least age of 65. The average senatorial retirement age is 71. What do you think? Are you a term limit guy? Gosh, you know, I go back and forth on this, but I can tell you how sad. Just take Diane Feinstein, for example. She was, how old was she when she died? She was 90 years old. The sad thing about, she was the oldest sitting U.S. Senator, member of Congress, de- Democrat Senator from California. I believe either the day before she died or a week before she died, she was still on the Senate floor taking votes and putting bills forward. And you may say, oh, well, David, that's a great thing that she's doing. It's like, I'm like, you know what? She was so addicted to power. And I, and I have no problem saying this because it's truly what I believe. Someone like Diane Feinstein was so addicted to power that at a time that she should have been being spent with her family and her grandkids and reflecting on life and enjoying, she had this grip on power to the day that she died. And I think that's a real problem for our politicians. Again, if you look at our president, you know, his age is one thing. His mental capacity, with all due respect, is another thing. And in my opinion, he is so addicted to power that he's not willing to step aside to let someone that is that has new ideas, that has the energy, the stamina, to have what is the most important, I would say, stressful job in the world, the leader of the free world, the president of the United States. It's a real problem. So if you ask me, I mean, we have term limits for the White House, for the presidency. Why wouldn't we have term limits for these other areas of Congress? So I, I am a fan of term limits because some of these people, they get up to Washington, they become filthy rich, right? The thing is, if you see what some of these net worth, that would be a good show sometime, Mark. What was the net worth of politicians before they got elected to the Congress and Senate? And then afterwards, I think Barack Obama's net worth before being president was like 700,000 after president. What's uh, let me, let me look at this really quick. I should have looked this up. Barack Obama net worth. Let's see from all of his hard work. uh, Let's see close to a hundred million dollars is their net worth now. So 700,000 to about a hundred million after being president. So it's in my opinion, you shouldn't get rich off of being a public servant. Well, they do. That is true. Uh, but I think, you know, maybe it's three terms, you know, I think, what is a senator six year runs, give them yep, 18 years. Term. I mean, then move on. So yeah, you don't, you yeah. can't be there for yeah. life, I think. Uh, but, yeah. but that's, that's just, I mean, we all vote. So we do have the opportunity to, to help make these decisions. Sometimes. Well, I think Mark, we can I, can handcuffed. I ask something to that? Sure. And I know this isn't in the, but with, I actually have it even taking it one step further. Do you know that our, the way our founding fathers set up our country, we did not initially directly vote for our senators. Did you know that? So you know how we go and vote for our congressmen, our president senators? We were never supposed to vote for our senators. Do you know how our senators got elected? No. It was the state legislatures that voted, almost like you vote for an ambassador. It was your state legislators that voted 
who do you want to represent your state in Washington? And I'll tell you why. You know why I like that? I do like that. Because, you know, I know who my, I know by name who my state legislators are. If I, I know where they live. I, I see them driving in their truck. They go past our office. They're in the community. And I am so close to my state legislators. For a U.S. senator, I mean, so the whole point was you, our founding fathers wanted us to be close to our government, right? Meaning we were just a phone call a few streets away from those that could represent us and had the power to put someone in office and remove someone in office. And so I, so it was the 17th Amendment. Here's a little history for our listeners. It was the 17th Amendment to the Constitution that revoked the state legislatures from voting for our senators. I think if you reverse that, it gives power back to the states. And then the states have more control and input on the policies that come out of Washington. So I think it's one thing that's got to go as well, Mark. So when are you announcing your run for office? Would you start with <laughs> the governor or would you go right to national yeah. politics? Yeah, man, <laughs> I've got three beautiful young kids at home. And uh, the favorite part of my day is when I leave this office and go home. I can't imagine doing anything else right now. So, but maybe, maybe the president of the dog walkers association, okay. right. I can do that. Got to have a goal. Yeah. Got to have a goal. No question. <laughs> um, here's, here's the, the part we'll talk about that is, uh, I think it's, it's kind of troubling to a degree. Remember David always likes to say, you know, we, we certainly hope for the best, but we plan for the worst. Think about our national debt. We're at $34 trillion almost right now. And that is crazy when you think about it. If you had $1 trillion and $1 bills, it would be more than 67,000 miles long. That's $1 bills to $1 trillion. not 33 or 34 trillion, but $1 trillion. That would go around the Earth's equator about three, a little more than three times. And if you counted one 1,000, two 1,000, it would take you over 30,000 years to get to $1 trillion. How crazy is that? But here's the problem, David, is that because of that debt, because of where the interest rates are, the interest payments are projected to surge to about $5.4 trillion by 2053. And it's just crazy when you think about the interest rates. We're paying about, what, $2 billion a day in interest right now on that debt. Overall, that's got to lead to more taxes, I would say. I don't know. What, how do you see the federal debt? Is it really a big deal for me in my everyday life, or is it not? Oh, Mark, it's absolutely a huge deal. And I think that we like to blame certain parties for this. Both parties are to blame for this debt. And I'll tell you what we've done to our kids and our grandkids. It's absolutely immoral. I mean, I, if, if you just look at some of these numbers, and, and the numbers truly are shocking. I mean, if you just look at what our debt, and it's not even the old debt. We've got to refinance a lot of this debt. A lot of the debt that we've already spent, it's coming due. And it's coming due not at a time when interest rates are at all-time lows. It's, it's coming due at a time that interest rates are at 20, 25 years high. So if, if you look back, I mean, as a share of just the economy, total interest on the debt will hit a record of about 3% of GDP. But by 2051, you ready for this? Spending on interest will be the single largest line item in the federal budget. We will spend more on interest than we'll spend on Social Security, than we spend on Medicare, than we spend on Medicaid, all mandatory discretionary spending programs combined. I mean, this is, I, I don't think people realize really how bad this is. And so when I think about our future, if we think about a future that we want a growing economy, we want a strong middle class, we want a, a, an environment where our kids and our grandkids can take risks, become entrepreneurs, build wealth. 
that becomes harder to do when 50 to 60% of tax revenues are just going to interest on debt. So I think our politicians here, those same ones that are 80 and 90 years old and won't give up power, I think they are so brain dead to the problems that we have facing in front of us. So no, I, I think this does not bode well. I think it's a drag on economic growth because again, if corporations have to pay higher taxes, I know this is pushed to tax corporations, but if they're paying higher tax mark, you know what's happening. It's less money to invest, to pay employees, to grow the economy. So it's, it's frustrating and really it's a moral, I think what we've done to our kids and our grandkids. Because you know, David, now that I'm 64 and I haven't started social security because I'm still working, so I'm going to do that in a few years, but Medicare is next year. I mean, you're causing me some heartache, heartburn <laughs> while I'm thinking about this. Will all that be there? I mean, and that's, I think a lot of people start Social Security early just because they're like, it may not be there. I better get it while I can. And that's probably the wrong decision. I mean, if I'm 30, Social Security is going to be different probably when I get to that age. But at 64, I'm not too worried about it. I don't know. How do you look at that? Well, I mean, I think we should. I mean, it, the, the, I would just say if you look at Social Security by 2033, we consider a 20% cut in Social Security. Um, I hate to say this, but the Medicare program, I mean, the trajectory that we're heading on, there's a very real chance that that could be insolvent within 10 years. Um, I, look, our federal government, they spent during COVID $5 trillion and we have nothing to show for that. So Mark, I, I think for our clients and our radio listeners, if you're 60 and older, the odds are you're okay. And I don't want to be alarmist, but the odds are you're going to be just fine. The problem is really for future generations, for 40 and younger, I think you cannot hope for Social Security. What do you have to do? Plan for the worst. I mean, if you have kids or grandkids and they're working, when we're building out retirement plans for our younger clients, we don't even add Social Security because I want to make sure their plan can last without it. But Mark, I think for you, I wouldn't lose sleep over it, not right, that you are. Right. I think you, you're going to be just fine. I, I think it's important though, if you're listening, you say, David, I don't know how to put these pieces together, meaning is my portfolio exposed to a world where we have high interest rates, we have high government spending, we have high taxes? What can I do to reduce or eliminate even taxes in retirement? Because I think taxes are headed higher. I want to get up the ever for a Morningstar analysis. It's a $1,000 value. It's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. It shows you where the weaknesses are, and it shows you, God forbid, we have a major market recession, how your current portfolio would perform. It's a $1,000 value, but we'll provide it complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. Number to call is 678-990-8500. And again, 678-990-8500, value, provide it complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. And again, it's totally complimentary. It's a phenomenal opportunity for you to find out where you are. Should you be tweaking things here or there? David and the team at Nicholas Wealth Management are here to help guide you help you strategize. But at the end of the day, you're the boss. It's your retirement. It's your hopes and dreams. How can they help? 678-990-8500. Back with our final segment of Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management right after this. There's a trend to get your retirement account fund to be woke. Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interest, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today, 678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait, 678-990-8500. Eric Erickson is a client and was paid for his endorsement. 
This is Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Glad you've been with us today for Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management. David, of course, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. Find out more on the website, nicholaswealth.com. David started the company back in 2012. N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, nicholaswealth.com. Question 678-990-8500, 678-990-8500. Our final segment's always a short one. What do you got for us today, David? Yeah, I thought this was a good verse. It comes from 1 Timothy 5, verse 8. I thought this was just is, is an interesting one. It, it says, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for the members of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. 1 Timothy 5, 8. And, I, and what I like about this verse is sometimes we can, we can try to do these great and grand things. We can give all this money to a nonprofit, or we may even say, hey, we're, we're giving so much to our church and doing all these other things. But sometimes we can overlook the people that are right in front of us, whether it's an aging parent or whether it's a family member that just needs help. And this isn't like a old, a buried verse in the Old Testament. This is, this is the New Testament saying, if you truly love God, you should help your family. You should provide your family. And th- there's a blessing that comes with that as well. So I think that's just an encouraging encouragement for us that those of us the many of us that are are helping our relatives and our and our family and and just know that god sees that and uh there's a reward coming may not be here on this earth but we know that we will see that reward one day so that is first timothy five verse eight well the show always goes quick it's uh always we just enjoy being here we just appreciate tuning in for another week here we're tie ready with me david nicholas and mark elliott our website is nicholaswealth.com that's nicholas wealth.com. If you're approaching retirement or you're in retirement, say, David, I'd love to just ask a question. Am I going to be okay? Have I saved enough? We'd be honored to help. The telephone number is 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. Have a blessed week. Hope you guys enjoy the week. And I hope you join us next week for another week of Retire Ready right here on WSB. We'll see you then. Nicholas Wealth Management is an investment advisor registered under the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply any level of skill or training. The oral and written communications of an advisor provides you with information about which you determine to hire or retain an advisor. For more information, please visit advisorinfo.sec.gov and search for our firm name. Securities are offered through World Equity Group Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. This presentation has been provided for informational purposes only and is not intended as legal or investment advice or recommendation of any particular security or strategy. The investment strategy and themes discussed herein may be unsuitable for investors depending on their specific investment objectives and financial situation. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, though its accuracy is not guaranteed. Opinions expressed in this commentary reflect subjective judgments of the author based on conditions at the time of publication and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.